0: Last time I uh, had a little uh, Astro's Red Sox stuff going on, so I will I will keep my mouth shut this time. <laughs> so good. So uh, I have Booker T with me. We're going to be talking about uh, your big week coming up. Uh, you have reality wrestling as part of the Fournight extravaganza Texas showdown in uh, Southern Junctions. Texas. Uh, at southern junction in irving texas uh that's a that's a that's a tongue twister <laughs> i'm working on it
1: i swear i, mean, I get it all the time
0: <laughs> one, one day i will be uh, a very good uh stick man so there. but uh tell me more about the the week ahead what you have going on uh i know you have you, reality of wrestling's part of t- two major events as part of that fordite uh show set of shows
1: but tell me what's going on
0: with you and reality wrestling
1: uh we're going to be teaming up with um world-class championship wrestling down in dallas uh doing a cross promotion i'm trying to um exhibit display the best talent in in texas um show what texas wrestling is all about as well as um you know um put on a couple of events that and i think people are going to be really interested in on the sherry martell classic as well as um on that sunday morning um You know, with the legends, uh, talking, you know, great stories, uh, honoring Black Bart, a Texas legend who um, has given so much to the business. um, And those Texas legends, they just don't get uh, the recognition I think they should get. um, Because, man, those guys, they were the carpenters uh, who laid down that foundation for people like myself and my brother to actually, you know, you know, getting to the business. I talk about Sherry Martell being the legitimizer uh, for Harlem Heat. You know, I always wonder if we would have been as popular, or, uh, if we would have made it as far as we did without Sherry Martell. So I, I say to honor, you know, uh, you know the the past. I think that's what this uh, WrestleMania weekend is going to be about for reality of wrestling and uh, world class championship wrestling.
0: I s- I say this a lot and, you know, I I talked to JBL not too long ago and he's one of the like best examples that I can use, but using like your generation, the current generation to learn about maybe that, you know, seventies before that generation, like Mildred Burke, I didn't know much about. And he would always say on commentary, like, oh, Mildred Burke, like that was like, you know, it was just kind of like a tagline, but then NWA brought back the title and they're bringing back the Burke. And I was like, first person I thought of was JBL because he was all, you know, that was his way of educating people. So, uh, I appreciate that you're also, you know, using your platform to educate about the past because there's, you know, wrestling didn't start with WWE. Like some people might not realize that as silly as it sounds, but, uh, What's the biggest thing you want people to take away from this weekend? Specifically, you know, you mentioned Black Bart and Sherry Martell and their influence on your career, but what do you want people to take away from the weekend if they're in Dallas or if they get a chance to check it out, you know, maybe online?
1: Man, um, I appreciate uh, what you just said there, um, as far as, um, those guys, you know, of the past, you know, <laughs> you talk about JBL, you know, mentioning and bringing up Mildred, uh, and that's what this thing is all about, uh, for me, um, hopefully they'll take away, you know, from these two events saying, man, uh, maybe we do need to, you know, take a look back and, and see, um, you know, the, the founders, you know, the guys who, um, created the blueprint for what wrestling was really all about, because, um, that's how I learned, um, I learned, you know, from, you know, um, you know, my brother driving me sitting in the passenger seat and Black Bart sitting in the back seat, you know, spitting knowledge. I learned from, you know, peeking around the curtain, watching guys like Black Bart and, you know, Manny Fernandez, you know, go out there and, you know, create magic. What a crowd actually sometime wanted to, you know, start a riot. You know what I mean? So to hear the stories on Sunday, that's going to be really, really cool. Um, yeah, but but on, on, on Saturday to see the ladies take center stage, that's going to really be awesome because the winner is going to, you know, be a trailblazer. Uh, the first, you know, Sherry Martel classic winner, um, the inaugural winner um, that may catapult them to the next level. And there's so many really, really good, independent um, ladies out there on the scene right now for us to actually us being reality wrestling and world class to get a chance to present something like this. It's going to really be awesome. As well as um, Thursday night um, and Friday morning, we're going to be actually um, uh, doing some stuff. Myself, RVD, uh, we'll be uh, putting the band back together. You know, like the Eagles, you know, Hell Freezes Over uh, Tour, one night only. Um, It's going to be a a fun, fun, fun time, Uh, more than anything, just get in the ring and show my boys and my girls that um, Sensei can actually still go out and create magic.
0: It meant a lot to you. You kind of just touched on it a little bit. Uh, what do you want her to mean to wrestling today, or what do you want the the tournament itself to mean to the current generation of wrestlers? Like, they're again, like it's talking about educating yourself in the past. And I know her from you know her work in WWF and with Shawn Michaels, and then you have her with Harlem Heat and Colonel Robert Parker, and you know, there's a lot that you know you could take from her career but what what was the biggest thing you took away you know personally
1: you know um I watched Sherry uh well before she was you know with Shawn Michaels and you know um all of that and I watched Sherry's career you know from you know when she was a vivacious young uh you know little girl getting into the business and And uh, turned into, you know, one of the best the business i ever seen um, from a um, believable character. Every time you saw her, you know, do her stuff, Um, she morphed into so many different characters as well um, over a career. Um, And I just wish that they uh, there again. Um, look at the history and go back and try to figure out what made Sherry so special. How does she get to the point to where, you know, she was, you know, um, considered hall of fame material. Um, why are we still talking about Sherry this many years later? Um, how do I get to that point? And I think that's what a lot of young guys these days need to really challenge themselves um, on opposed to just going out and thinking about the matches, not just thinking about the matches, but how can I, how can I make history uh, in this business and be remembered throughout the the, the, the annals of time? Um, I think that's what I, uh, this thing is all about. And I think that's what I try to create, you know, with um, every young person that I work with and just let them know there is no glass ceiling. This is your moment. Um, the Sherry Martell classic. This is your moment. Go out and seize that moment and let the world see how good you really are. Sherry was a
0: 2006 Hall of Famer and another big milestone in your house, Charmel 2022. Queen gets her, you know, gets her induction next weekend. Uh, You get to celebrate her as a peer. You're you're always very complimentary. And when we've talked in the past, you know, it's very much a team effort with reality of wrestling. You support each other. What, what's the most important thing she added to your career? or what do you hope fans watching now get to you know realize like how impactful she was herself on the wrestling business?
1: Well, I mean, Charmelle, she definitely um, she broke into the business on her own. It had nothing to do with me. started back in WCW when she uh, you know was one of, part of the Nitro girls. Um, that thing lasted for only so long. And then, um, she transitioned into wrestling. Um, and, and, and the thing is, she's always done wrestling, uh, from a perspective to what she just like dance, uh, just like when she was a beauty queen, she just loved it. Um, and whatever position she was in, she wanted to be be the best that, that role and and into something else better came along. Um, I I always told Charmelle, I say, uh, maybe, uh, I remember when she, um, uh, went to WWE and, um. when, when the company closed and you know, she went down to the PC and she started training, um, she was in a class with Brock Lesnar and John Cena and Batista and all those guys. And, um, she ended up, um, tearing her, her ACL. And, and I told her, I said, baby, I, don't, I just don't think you were meant to actually be a professional wrestler. Um, that doesn't mean that, you don't, you know, you know, should be in this business. That don't mean that you don't have a spot. And then she tried to figure that part out. And, and for me, um, um, as far as being a part of my career, um, I was I was going to quit uh, the company. Um, actually, I was I was tired of, uh, because I just got married, charmelle and I, and I, and I just didn't want to be on the road. And, and they said, why don't we bring charmelle on, on board as well? And, and, and Charmelle came on board and I was like, wow, OK, that's pretty cool because we get a chance to be together uh more than anything i remember Charmelle and i we slept in the car one night because we had about five hours before our flight we didn't want to go get a hotel and i was like man charmel man she's riding a dive man. that's my chick right there so for me um charmel has always enhanced me i mean ultimately um i tell people all the time the key booker run that that run uh, that gimmick uh, the people never would have saw King Booker, uh, if it wasn't for Char- my, my queen, Queen Charmel, if it wasn't for Charmel, that, that wouldn't have never happened and that's, that's the, that is the 100% God's honest truth. Um, she extended my career at least three, um, three to four years and, uh, and, and those three to four years were the best three to four years in my wrestling career and I give her a whole lot of um, props, uh, the ultimate props um, now her going into the Hall of Fame, uh, and I appreciate uh, what they're doing for her because uh, every um, reunion, whatnot, when they bring people back, Charmelle has never been brought back for anything. Uh, but to be brought back for the ultimate recognition thing, man, we really appreciate everything that you did for the business, everything that you gave. Uh, we really appreciate it, and this is the way we're gonna thank you for it. I appreciate that more so than anything. Yeah, and I will note
0: uh, two things. First, uh, she's the second black woman ever in the WWE hall of fame. Jacqueline was the first Ethel Johnson was a legacy induction, but you know, that's, that's
1: like a huge, I didn't didn't even know. I didn't even know that, man. I didn't even know that, you know, I never thought about it, but it's a huge honor for her, man. Uh, It really is Um, just because there again, she, I'm, I'm sure she, wonder i'm sure she she's thought about it when, when 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 other people are brought back i'm sure she has um and this right here i think that's what made her feel so happy uh, about um that phone call um uh, as far as her getting that nod uh man what a moment what a moment yeah yeah quite quite
0: the accomplishment uh like i said you guys get to celebrate that that together you get to celebrate her. It's a great weekend, um, and then you talked a little bit about what she added to the to the King Booker run. Uh, that showed a lot of her range, but uh, maybe some people don't know. And you know, the end of WCW mixed feelings depending on who you are. But I always enjoyed her role as Paisley because it showed some of that range. It was a little bit more comedic, and so if. I don't know if that's on peacock or the network but you know that was always some some of the fun stuff if you want to take a look back at that so and you spoke about how fun the boogeyman feud was but uh any other standout moments for you whether it was one of your own matches or just one of the wrestlemania events that you've been on that you know you really just were like man that that match is hard to
1: follow, or I'm glad I got to see it in person. Anything like that come to mind? You know, I've never, um, it's only, it's been a few matches that, uh, for, for myself, that, that I, I really think about and I remember uh, for myself, um, I really, you know, don't have a whole, I don't have any re- really, you know, big WrestleMania moments for myself. I, honestly, I don't. And, and I, and it's like that for most of my matches. I don't remember a whole lot of my matches because always say I never wrestled for the memory for myself. I always wrestle for the memory for the fan to have. Um, I was just doing my work. I was just, you know, the, the carpenter uh, working on, but, you know, guy, um, guys like, you know, Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker, that's a match that really stands out for me just because um, I'm a trainer, I'm a, I'm a teacher, as well as I'm a student of the game, and then I watch two guys, you know, like Shawn Michaels and, and The Undertaker, both guys, you know, together, they're about to 100 plus years old <laughs> and they go out and they perform better than everybody on the car and they, they create a story that's so compelling that every everybody is on the edge of their seat at the end of that match and I and I, I implore young guys to go and you know watch what these guys um, did in the middle of that ring from a Shakespearean uh, Romeo and Juliet a family of the opera perspective and made that make that crowd feel a certain way and then you can go all the way back to you know steamboat savage and um wrestlemania three uh, and find the same you know um you know compelling you know story being told to where you, there again by the end of it you're on the edge of your seat so i'm, I'm thinking about matches like that that really make me feel a certain way inside um there again, from a teaching perspective to what these young guys can go out there and look at it and say, man, this is what I got to do to get to that level. Um, not taking, not knocking, you know, because I have a lot of hot takes. Uh, <laughs> uh, never. <laughs> but but normally uh, my hot takes are to try to, you know, school someone on how they can be better. They, they don't realize it, but that's not 100 percent. That's that's normally what it's about. In in situations like this, that's what I think about when you ask me a question. WrestleMania moments. Those are two, man, that stands out, man, and burns in my brain um, because I'm trying to teach my young guys how to go out and be great. All right. Well, here's one that came to mind. The anniversary is
0: about, you know, it it happened earlier this week, but uh, your match with Edge at WrestleMania 18, it was... The feud was about the Japanese shampoo commercial silly in nature, but it's still remembered fondly as, you know, something that was part of your career. Uh, I mean, did you ever think about picking that back up and maybe actually trying to market a shampoo or, you know, people people can market themselves with really cool stuff these days. Like you see beer and snacks,
1: NFTs. ever try to do that? You know what, man? It's something that I did think about it uh, for a second, especially because I got the long hair in there, and my hair. You know, it was it was crazy. is <laughs> most of the uh, back then, most of the white guys had long hair, and I had short hair, and they're, they're bald, and I got long. <laughs> I still got my head, you know, so, so it is something that I thought about. But that was a WrestleMania moment uh, for me with Edge. But I tell you, it you know behind the scenes. Um, I think uh, I didn't take that match as seriously as I should have because of what we were competing uh, for. Um I didn't I didn't think about that as you know, man, this with Edge, this could be my WrestleMania moment. Uh, I remember Edge thinking about, you know, trying to do the spin of Rooney more than anything, you know, so he's practicing it all day. <laughs> And he still goes out. He can't do it. He's got strawberries all over his whole body from bruised, bruise, being bruised up from trying to do this bit of Rudy. So, but I do remember man, uh, uh, that was a, a great time in Canada, in his hometown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: one last thing before I let you go, I know you, uh, were part of the panel for the sports keto awards that was celebrating 2021. Uh, who do you have your eye on in 2022? Who's impressed you so far? Whether it's somebody in WWE, on the Indies, any one of your own students, if you want to mention anybody who comes to mind, like who's you know, impressed uh,
1: you? You know, it's still early um, in 2022. And that's what I, I thought about uh, with the uh, Skeeter Award um, for 2022. Uh, it's it's going to have to be uh, broadened a whole lot more than it was you know, for 2021, uh, just because there are so many great wrestlers around the world um, that we're going to have to tap into for 2022. I mean, the Will Ospreys, uh, they, they they have to be um, on that list. They have to be recognized uh, just because these guys bring so much um to the table just because it's not here in america don't mean that these guys aren't truly perhaps the best in the world so i say we're gonna have to um, um i'm gonna have to do a lot more research um over 2022 before i can even give you an answer on that to be honest yeah i i've been saying a lot there there's so much to watch and try to
0: you know try to keep up with every week like not just the stuff on tv and on youtube but you know it it, wrestling's really becoming a global thing again so you know we'll have to wait and see uh thanks as always for your time it's always good to catch up with you uh texas showdown don't mess with texas reality wrestling and world-class pro wrestling will be in uh the dallas area for four nights next week uh if you're watching or if you Read the uh, written article that'll accompany this. All the all the appropriate links will be there. But uh, uh, any any final words about going into WrestleMania week? Any anything we didn't
1: cover? We we got so much, but anything final words? Hey man, like you said, um, um, you're definitely gonna be able to check this out if you're not gonna be there. Uh, check it out on Fight TV. Um, go to RealityOfWrestling.com. You can get all your information there um, as well. And um, man, um, just stay tuned. Um, but it will be an awesome awesome weekend. Can't wait to see you guys in Dallas. Yeah. Last,
0: last time we talked, you were in Vegas. You thought, all right, we're going big. This is big. And no, you outdid yourself again Four a four night stay in Texas. So, uh, I I'm sure it'll be even bigger the next time we catch up. Thanks again. No, thank you. Appreciate it, brother.